How are you? I'm alright. <laughs> How long has it been? Hold on, keep talking. I'm trying to adjust your thing from here. Oh, do you want me to use a microphone? No, I'm... The connection on that I... The physical connection here is kind of scratchy, so I'm trying to adjust the cable. Mm. I think that's got it. Say something. Something. Well, maybe not. Maybe if I turn it up a little bit. I think I have to get a new... uh, Because, see, the way I route this is out of the headphone jack in my speaker system. Mm -hmm. And that's how I pick you up without picking me up. So I can separate our tracks. But this thing's kind of old and janky. Like me. I think I need to upgrade some stuff. Need to upgrade my life. Up, yes, you do. Yeah. So, catch me up. How you been? How are your holidays? Uh, well, wait a minute. How long has it been? Has it been really uh, two months? Yeah, it was like December 14th. You know, everybody's going to think we're dead. Uh, I actually got a wellness check email from John Amor. See? And that was actually just last night. <laughs> oh, and I'm looking through, I'm just looking at our email, and it looks like we got some emails. Uh, I, and I'm glad, you know, I mean, because it's real easy to feel like nobody will notice if you just disappear. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I, um, I don't know what you call it. I went through a thing. Yeah. Um, right, like the week after we talked last, mm-hmm. I had a house guest for like a month. Yeah. And, um, and that's, okay, I'm going to preface what I'm going to say next by first saying that this has nothing to do with my friend in particular. Hey, you don't have to record this. Well, I mean, I'm just talking. Yeah. We've, okay. We've talked about worse things, I think. Okay. I, just, okay. I didn't want to record before because I felt like I was just sort of going to be mumbling a bunch of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I've, I've got a better handle on myself now. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, this has nothing to do with my friend in particular who was just, he was in between spots and he needed a place to stay for a little bit um, mm-hmm. while he was waiting for this apartment to open up because they had to, the person that was living there before was taking their time getting out and they were supposed to like clean the place and they didn't. And then, so I kept like delaying things on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and uh, I mean, he's a good guy. There's nothing against him, but having lived alone long enough now, mm-hmm. having somebody else in my space was just really weird and stressful. Really? Yeah. So I won't come visit is what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, no, you're welcome to. I just, like, I mean, this was like a, a month, you know? Oh, right, yeah. I'm not staying anywhere for a month. <laughs> um, and it, it was just, you know, I mean, and it's stupid little things, like having to close the, the bathroom door when I shower, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then getting out of the shower and it being so damp because of all the, the mist and stuff, and I don't have a fan in my bathroom, like an exhaust fan or anything. Mm-hmm. And it was cold enough that opening the window didn't help. It just created more steam. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but just stupid stuff like that and having to like close my bedroom door when I wanted to go to sleep. Closing doors was a big deal. <laughs> Let me put it that yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. Things I'm not used to doing, you know. Right. Um and apparently because okay, my my house is really old. It was built in 1940. Um I never really noticed this cuz I don't normally close the doors to like my library room and the bedroom and that. Um yep. but they're not quite true anymore because they've warped because they're so old. Yeah. So like the library room kept popping open on on him. He yeah. could get it shut all the way, but then it would pop itself back open. And then my bedroom, I couldn't completely close the door, so there was always like a gap there. Yeah. And apparently I talk in my sleep because he could hear me through that when he'd get up to go to the restroom at night. Yeah. So I, I, that was something I learned. I, I didn't know I talked in my sleep. Mm. He said it was, it was like, he said it was sounded like I was having conversations. Like I wasn't yelling or doing anything. It was like I was having just like a stern conversation with somebody. That's interesting. It was probably myself. <laughs> you talk to yourself in your sleep? Probably. Mm. Um, and, you know, just, I, it was just... It's a long time to be doing that. I get it. Well, and, and I was already... I was stressed out before that, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we were talking about that, like, before any of that happened, like, how I, I just, I haven't been sleeping right. Yeah. Um, I was stressed out about stuff. And then, then, you know, I had this roommate for a month, and it was just extra stressful. Well, I am glad you're okay now. Yeah, I... And I'm glad that, uh, it wasn't, uh, more serious. Yeah, I mean, and having said all that... It was funny because the night, well, the day he got his place and split, he got up before I, I even got up and went to go get his keys and that and then just didn't come back. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. And then that, that night, it kind of like this weird thing hit me where I'm like, now the house just feels really, really empty. <laughs> Matt, this is why you need a cat. I cannot do that. Yes, you can. I can't even afford to keep a pet, man. I can't afford like I, I've just my parents have been having to do stuff with their dogs lately because my one of my one of their dogs hurt its hip and stuff, and mm. and like they're worrying about whether or not she needs surgery, and and apparently the surgery is like really expensive, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't it's afford. Not that. really worth doing to a big dog like that if they're old. Well, they, these are smaller dogs, but still, like. I'm just like I can't. I can't afford that. <laughs> I, I this year is already looking kind of grim. <laughs> like, oh man, you tell me. Money wise, I'm like, and I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to get myself back into a 2022 situation where it started off slow in the year and I freaked out and grabbed everything I could get my hands on. <laughs> you just can't. You can't uh, not make yourself do that. Well. I don't, I'm I, doing that right now. I'm taking whatever anybody gives me. That's what I'm saying. Like when things are looking like they are right now, if I don't grab everything that comes my way, I'm afraid I, I'm not going to have enough money. You know. Yeah. And it's it, to, to bring that home to like people we know. I mean, um, um, La Mancha's having problems, and he doesn't know if he can keep being an artist like professionally anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's the position we're all in, pretty much. If we don't keep ourselves doing this and if we can't make a living at it then we can't really do it we have to go do something else 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the robots are coming. The what? The robots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to, for me anyway, I think it's going to be a while yet before they find a robot that can letter a comic competently. <laughs> you don't think, the, you don't think, I'm surprised they haven't. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but it seems like, I mean, they have problems with hands, dude, still. Yeah, but. As amazing you know, as stuff is, you know. like When I go looking for photo reference, and, it, you know, usually Google will be filled with, like, all these shots from, uh, like, photo search or, you know, uh, any of those, you know, uh, photo bureau sites. Sure. All that stuff's AI generated now. You get you look at it and you're like, "This is a fake uh, uh, thing. This isn't real." Right. Well, and that's the thing. Generally speaking, with AI, I can still pretty much tell it's not real most of the time. Yeah. There's something about it that I don't know. It's not even as obvious as like an extra finger. I mean, like there's just something about them that's too good almost. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. I think, yeah, that's it's that uncanny valley thing. They're making all the right choices that you just can't make in real life, like for lighting and, and all that other stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, you finding all that stuff as riff isn't that much different than when, like, um, what was that 3D program, like, when it first popped up, everybody was using... SketchUp? Yeah, yeah, using SketchUp to, like, make models for stuff, you know, like... And finding SketchUp models online just to manipulate yourself so you could have, like, reference for a street scene or a building or whatever. Or a car, you know, or something. Yeah, the, well, the difference is, uh, it's like, oh, I lost my thread already. <laughs> well, and as of right now... It's like, now, I would use... It, it, here, the, the robots are going to do it all. They're going to take... So if, like, I was using SketchUp so I wouldn't have to look at a photo of a car, well, now there's a robot that'll... that I don't need the model for because I can type into whatever uh, AI the exact shot that I want, and it'll make it for me. So now there's a company of people that make make this 3D software that are going out of business because, you know, that kind of thing. Right. But also, I mean, you got to look at it that at least as of this point, um, according to the copyright, U.S. Copyright Office, they, people can't copyright those images. Mm-hmm. So that makes them less attractive to companies because once they publish those, other people can just use the images. Yeah. They can't use them in the same context as a story. Like, if the story's still copyrightable. Mm-hmm. But, like, the actual artwork itself couldn't, can just be taken and used by anybody, pretty much, you know? And that, I mean, that's where things stand right now. That Obviously, that could change real fast. And there's, like, stuff like, what was it, just this week? No, last week. Um, that video program, Sora, they, they just, uh, showed, you know, demos of it and stuff. Yeah. And that was crazy from the minimal text prompts that they used, they were able to generate these really complicated video scenes. Like, no, I, I didn't, I heard about it. I didn't look at it. That stuff's really depressing to me. It's, it is noticeably harder to do what we do, uh, for a living now. And, and it's because of stuff like that. But, you know, I can't help but feel like, not that all these fears are ungrounded completely, 
But at least as far as art is concerned, um, I can't help but feel like a lot of this is what painters must have felt like when photography was developed, you know? Like, good photography. Mm-hmm. Photographic equipment. Because, I mean, that was the whole point with a lot of that stuff, was that people were starting to turn to film instead of painters for scenes of stuff. But ultimately, it didn't put painters out of business, you know? I mean, there's still people that make a lot of money from painting things. Um, How many portrait painters are there now than there were then, you think? Well, they might have had to change their specialties, you know. But, I mean, think about, like, all those cheap portrait places from in the 80s that would paint, like, people's pictures, you know. Like I've never heard of that in my life. Really? I've seen the photograph studios when we were little kids. Well, yeah. I've never seen a come get your portrait painted. Maybe I'm thinking of those warehouse like pastoral scenes and stuff, like where they have like a a whole bullpen of artists that just churned out the stuff to sell for like hotels and shit like that. You know. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking of that. But anyway, I'm, I'm saying like you know artists. Sure, art. Maybe artists had to pick different. Specialties rather than portrait painters, but I'm sure there's actually still portrait painters too, though that are professional portrait painters. Yeah, yeah. It's just that's not the dominant thing in the field anymore or anything. Well, I can't do anything at this point. I gotta, I gotta keep uh, doing this for a living. So I'm gonna probably kill somebody in order to do it. (laughs) Um. that's how blood sacrifice works. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you can't make an omelet without breaking some skulls. I've turned to the old gods, Crank. <laughs> Crom? <laughs> sure, him too. You're going to drive the AIs, women and children, before you, weeping and lamenting? Mm-hmm. Screaming and stuff? Well, now that, you know, our show is uh, dead and very depressing, I, what do you want to talk I about? I don't think this is depressing at all. Mm. I actually think I've got a pretty upbeat tone right now. Me too. But I've I've been eating a lot of edibles lately. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Man, Mike the Pothead. It's not something yeah, I ever would have put together. I'm as I'm I'm more surprised than anybody probably. <laughs> Mike getting high. Well, what it is is uh so I, Does that mean like uh, Seth Rogen movies make more sense to you and stuff now? <laughs> no. Mm. It just means that I, you know, I can't really drink anymore. Yeah. Which like happened like really quick. Mm. You know, like uh, I was drinking less and less anyway, health wise. Medications, what's stopping you now, though, right? Yeah, I mean, the medication is what uh, made it, like, unappealing at all. Right. So. I should try that stuff. If you can get it, I mean, I don't appreciate not being able to get my life-saving drugs because people got to be thin, but. I'm not trying to be thin. I'm trying to stop drinking. Oh, right. You know, you could probably, I, I, I don't know. I wonder if you could get into, like, some kind of addiction thing. I mean, the thin part would just be a, a bonus. Like, you know. Right. 
I guess. So technically, for me, that could be considered a life-saving drug. Yeah, that's what I mean. You could probably get insurance or something. Um, oh, so one of the other big ways that my my month with a guest changed me? Mm-hmm. I watch wrestling now. No! Mm-hmm. I'm back no. into it. I am back into it like I haven't been since the 90s. Are you for real? Oh, yeah. That's why I said we couldn't record until 10, because I was I had to watch SmackDown. Are you serious? Yeah. Craig, this is really weirding me out. Says Pothead Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we both changed. But, you know, like, it was only... <laughs> It was only two months, Craig. I know. It was like we haven't seen each other in 15 years. I think, man, look at the AI world. Things happen fast. You know? <laughs> That's the weirdest thing ever. Why is that so disturbing to me? I don't know. I, uh... I think it was the enthusiasm in your voice that I heard. Tonight was a fun night, man. <laughs> Holy crap, I'm, I have not seen you excited about something. <laughs> well, they're, they're just stories, man. It's like superhero stuff, you know? Yeah, but it's real dumb superhero stuff. Some of it. Some of it's better Acted than Acted out by people that can't act. But they are fucking physically fit as hell, and they do some crazy shit that I don't know how they don't hurt themselves <sighs> or other people. Some of them do. Yeah, I, did, I saw blood last week. Yeah. Somebody must have cut a lip or something because they had blood on their teeth. I'm trying to remember who that was. It was the guy yeah. that trained up uh, Logan Paul. I I didn't know Logan Paul was a wrestler. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Logan Paul's been a wrestler for a while. He's a real dick, too, but, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. He's not a bad wrestler, though, as far as that stuff goes. <sighs> I really like watching the women's matches. I mean, this for, is going to... For obvious reasons, but... This is going to be so weird now. I just This completely changes our dynamic. I do not see you as a wrestling fan. I watched, and you are talking with enthusiasm. I was I was into it in the 90s, like the mid, mid to late 90s. Huh. I watched it every week, two, like two nights a week. I think I watched the Monday and the Friday night show, or was it the Thursday night show? I can't remember. Back when it was like WWE and WWE. F still, I think, or WC, WWE, I don't remember what the, WWF and WCW, WCW, that's what it was, now it's WWE, that's it, that was Tony Schiavone's wrestling federation, I guess, I don't know, I see them all on every uh, show, yeah, I know, they, say what, I know stuff, yeah, like, I, I was, I was there for, like, the whole, uh, Leslie Nielsen tracking down the Undertaker saga and all that <laughs> back That's, in the day. Uh, ah, this is so weird. Rise of the Rock, you know, stuff like that. Like, oh, the Rock's back wrestling again. He is. Yeah, he's back. Uh, back with the Bloodline. Is he actually wrestling? He's supposed to be going up against. No, I'm trying to remember what the match is. See, I'm not like super knowledgeable about it yet. Yeah, because I've only been doing this for you know about eight weeks now, I guess. Um, plus I only watch SmackDown. I, I don't watch Monday Night Raw because I don't have USA, you know. Although I'm actually considering getting Peacock so I can watch all the wrestling. Oh my god, you've be, you found a hobby. Maybe. Holy shit. 
I mean, I don't know how long this is going to last. Until, Frank has interests. Until I get uh, bored of it. Wait a minute, I thought music was. Well, th- I'm glad this is feel- filling the void, Frank. It is, but music was also a source of frustration. I know, I know exactly what, I was just talking about this the other day with, uh, with somebody. I've just, I've ha- been having real problems working on music lately, like completing anything, you know? I, I hear you. I mean, I've had a lot of fun practicing lately, though. Yeah, I'm still writing but that's riffs. that's like two different things. I'm writing riffs and putting songs somewhat partly together, but like I've been having a lot of problems actually finishing stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, I think everybody does. There's a whole, like, that's a whole, like, subheading on, on YouTube. <laughs> How to finish your songs. <clears throat> Trust me, I've watched a lot of them. And I've been through this in my lifetime before where I've had problems. Like, I, you know... Like a past life? <laughs> no, in my life. In the past <laughs> in my life. In my life. Anyway, I, um, like late 90s, early 2000s, when I, I basically wasn't playing guitar or anything, bass for like a year or two, <laughs> several years, I guess. Right. And I, um, I, what music I was making basically was just like those 30 second minute long things for like the web commercials and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. just using like sample based stuff for that mostly. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I've been through this before, and usually I snap out of it eventually. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I will again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. I guess having something else to do that is just sort of fun is nice. What makes you, yes, yes, that's super important, I'm learning. To reduce my stress levels, you know? Yes. Like, yes. This, wow, we're making breakthroughs, Crane. This is sort of my, uh, watching wrestling is sort of my petting a cat. <laughs> okay, I'll accept that. Yeah. You know, I, you know, it's, it's, it's been so long that I got a new cat mm. since we talked. No, you, you told me, you sent me a picture, I think. Oh, but we, oh, okay. I asked you if you were raising gangster cats or something like that. Like a, oh, right, because they're named. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are about to kill this new cat. <laughs> we meaning like everybody in the house or just the Yes, house? everybody in the house. Or just the Actually, royal we. Floyd might like him the most. Oh, really? Because I thought, I thought, last time we talked about it, I think you said Floyd was like asserting his dominance or something. Yeah, at first Floyd wanted nothing to do with him. Uh, hissed at him all the time. <laughs> Uh, just like was, was super not impressed and very upset that this guy was in the house. Um, and then he went from that to being a bully. And now I think he likes being a big brother. It's crazy. Or they're in a relationship. I can't tell. See, so going back to my house guest, I realized this is another thing I realized after he left was that I actually do like people, and I like being around. I'm not a total misanthrope, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I do, and I, I, I've i kind of shut myself off the past couple of years. I don't get around and see people very much anymore. Mm. But it was real nice having I'm somebody... Sure, I'm pretty sure we've said, talked about it. Right, but I'm saying, like, I, I didn't realize how bad it was, I guess, until I he split, because I'm like, I don't have anybody to talk to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like... Yeah, because you ain't been talking to me. I've been talking to hardly anybody. 
I, you know, I go and help my parents out at their house when they need stuff, and I go to the grocery store, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, sorry, new cat. What? Oh, I already sidetracked you with the cat from whatever it was we were talking before. We're just kind of rambling. I, um, um, so yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, the cat is. Uh, he's he's the sweetest cat I've ever had. And he is just so dumb and unruly. That's like my parents' newest dog. (laughs) We have to take him off the counter a thousand times a day, and he just doesn't get it. it, I don't even think he's being bad on purpose. I think he's just stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's the sweetest guy. You, You take him off, and he goes... He, it's almost like he's talking to you. He's like, like that. And you're just like, what? How do you sound disappointed at me? And, uh, yeah, he's just, he licks like a dog. It's really, and yeah, he just, he, he jumps up onto my back and like onto my shoulders like a parrot. Nice. I, I like cats that'll ride, ride your shoulders. Yeah, but it it he also likes getting on the highest point. So if you are near a bookcase or something, he's gonna go or the ceiling fan. Ah. He's determined to try and get on that ceiling fan. My parents had a cat that would get on the ceiling fan. We don't want him to be able to get on the ceiling fan. I think in my parents' case, it was because their entertainment center was just close enough to it that I mean, it wasn't like next to it, but it was close enough that the cat could jump mm-hmm. from the entertainment center to the ceiling fan and then ride the fan around <laughs> as it moved, you know. So you actually turned it on with him up there? No, no, but you know, when it when it would hit the blade, the you know, the fan would start spinning. Oh, right, yeah, I guess. I'm surprised it could support the weight. It wasn't a very big cat. It was young when it was doing that. <laughs> mm. But, um, I, I, I had a dog when I was a kid that was just this I don't know. It kind of looked like a big Wheaton Terrier, sort of. A big Wheaton Terrier? Oh, okay. Yeah. It, was, it was blonde, and it had kind of the Benji hair in front of its eyes. Mm-hmm. And it, um... But it, it was a mutt, but it did have... It had some sort of Terrier in it like that. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh... And he was the sweetest dog. But he was so dumb. Like, he was yeah. just so dumb. Mm-hmm. You usually see that in dogs more than cats. At the same time we had that dog, we had this little black, it was like a Pomeranian Chihuahua mix. Mm-hmm. So it looked like, um, it had features of both, but it had long black hair, but it was about the size of a Pomeranian, or of a Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. And that dog was super smart. So we had like that classic super smart dog with the dumb dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you need it. And it bounced out. Like, I remember one yeah. thing, this is one thing even my parents remember when we talk about it every now and then was... The house we lived in at the time had one of those floor plans where you could walk all the way around the first floor, like th- around a central staircase thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you could go from the living room to the dining room to the kitchen and back around again. And um, they were chasing each other one time, and there was a chair in the corner that was kind of like in a, a V corner, like in the pathway there. And um, mm-hmm. so the, the smart black dog got ahead of the other one. Jumped up in that chair and just sat there watching him as he kept running around. 
thinking that he was still chasing the smart one. <laughs> and he, he probably did that, you know, a good five, six laps before... Touched him. That's funny. Before he, like, caught on and, and the smart dog jumped down and tackled him. <laughs> you know? I feel like I know people that would do that. Probably. I mean, there's dumb people, sure. <laughs> like, So I hurt myself this morning trying to stop him from getting on the counter. I slipped... That? I slipped and fell on the floor. Ooh. You know. Did you break it in? No, I didn't. You know, Sean Dove broke his foot. Oh, really? Yeah. That's I think he tripped on something. I'm not even... Why do I not know how he did it? I don't know. I mean... I think Rose did it. Beat him. <laughs> just, like, just stomped on him with her hobnail yeah. boots? Uh, but yeah, I, I fell and, uh, it's definitely that, uh, starting to feel it part of the day. Ooh, bruising up and all that? Uh, I haven't seen any bruises. It's more like, you know, the muscles that you, uh, use that you don't know you're using when you fall. Right. They're usually all sore the next day. Yeah, man, careful about that shit. I mean, that's how my dad broke his hip was just falling down, <laughs> you know? I mean, I can't. Stop nature anymore. Right. Well, yeah, I mean. I mean, I can look at, I mean, I thought I was looking. <laughs> I hit the floor had other ideas. Start getting, like, getting those socks with the little grippy bottoms and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because, like, you know, that's how it started with my mom, right? Yeah. At the end. Like, so they, <laughs> and I, I got her a, a gift while I was, uh, while she was in uh, the hospital, I get of a bunch of those socks, you know. Yeah. And I still have some from when I got my colonoscopy. They give you socks while you're you're in there, and they have the little rubber feet. I guess that's nice. It's like a consolation prize. <laughs> well, I'm sure they mean for you to throw them away, but I I, I kept them. One because I I it just reminded me of mom, which is a weird morbid thing. Oh. But it's like the every time I think of grippy socks, I think of you know when mom slipped and fell. Okay, so I've never had one, but how bad are colonoscopies that you have to have non-slip socks? Well, it's because you have to have no clothes on. Right. Right. They put you in the gown, and the socks are so you people are uncomfortable walking around in a strange place. That's sure. Yeah. I mean, no, there's a lot of nasty shit. It's more sanitary that way, yeah, and a- the grips are there because the hospital doesn't want you to sue them when you slip or something. Okay, I, I just thought like you had to like, I don't know what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I, I was trying to relate colonoscopy with slippery feet. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, I mean that's kind of a, that's a weird place to go. Yeah, well, but, you know. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's why people wear grippy socks, and why you have to disrobe when you get a colonoscopy. Well, I didn't think you know, didn't think they were going to tell you to drop your drawers and bend over. <laughs> if that happens, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, that's not the doctor's office. You're not at the doctor's. Even if it looks like a doctor's office, it's probably not the doctor's office. Probably not. You could be a porn set. <laughs> That's somehow nicer than what I was thinking. Okay. Dungeon? (laughs) Very sterile dungeon. Uh, We should do a whole series on signs that you may actually be on a porn set. 
<laughs> by two people that wouldn't know. Right, but that's what makes it funny. Uh, are do you still want to look into maybe making this a YouTube thing? Um, actually, yeah, we're we'll need to figure out how to do it. Still, uh, mm-hmm. Don Cardenas did write me and told me how he handles his stuff. Oh, really? Did you ask him? No, we were talking about it on the show, and I guess he heard it, so he, he wrote me, oh, told me about it. he's always so good that way. He's uh-huh. Here's the thing about Dom that I don't like. He's too he's, nice? Yeah. <laughs> he's Canadian? No, he's not Canadian. Oh. He's from here, oh. I think, which is, you know, there are only a handful of those that I know. But he's, like, super genuine, and it's, like, the kind of genuine where you're like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> Something squirrely here. Yeah, there's some, but there's not. He's just a cool guy. So the, uh, he make what I said. I don't. What, uh, the the bad thing about him is that uh, he makes me feel bad that I'm not like. <laughs> makes you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, you could turn that around and say that he's an example of what you aspire to be. Yeah, well, th- I mean, in, it's kind of am what I'm saying. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like I'm no Lancelot, but I try. Of course, Lance, Lancelot was a pretty flawed character. Is that a song lyric? No, could be. It sounded like some kind of Credence Clearwater, not, not Credence Clearwater, uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, okay. It means I'm coming up with good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, anyway, though, yeah, he, he explained to me how he, like the software and stuff that he uses for his, but... Um, yeah. I don't think we, we, we're going to want to throw money at this because we don't make any money or anything. <laughs> right. I mean, well, how much money? So we're going to have to find slightly more DIY ways of doing this than using, like, recording services and stuff. Oh, he uses rec- – so he spends – Well, the, the software he uses – Wait a minute. We're talking about his business on a show. We shouldn't do that. Well, I'm just saying I don't think this matters. Yeah. What I'm going to say, but the software he uses, I guess when he started using it was either very low cost or no cost. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I guess they changed their platform and started charging. So they, for us, they would charge now, but he was grandfathered into a, Oh, good for him to a thing where he, you know, was still being able to use the software he's used to, but he's not getting charged what current rates are or whatever. So, uh, so you, so you think we, it'll need like a solution like that? Well, I, I, I'm trying to think, honestly, I mean, this is more work on the back end, but I think we should do it like you guys were doing the, the studio thing where we record ourselves and then you just send me files and I edit them together. Yeah, I thought people. I thought that's what people do. Well, like um, the way Don does it, he can handle it all in, in software, like in real time. I guess. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Which is uh, that's a great thing, you know. I mean, if you can do that, because that saves a lot of work after you're done. If you're doing part of your work while you're doing it, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think. I, I mean, I personally, I don't know about you, but personally, especially this year so far, I don't want to throw any money at it. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't. So I think we should maybe try to approach it. And what I'm thinking is, is maybe we do it like this. Because I've seen some stuff that was like where people do Discord sessions that are like, you know, an hour and a half long or something like that. And then they edit it down to like a 15, 20 minute thing for YouTube. Mm. So what I'm thinking is, is we do a full show and, and, you know, I take the audio from that and post it as a full show as an audio thing on our website still. 
mm-hmm. and then we figure out what the best bits of it are and just uh, edit that down to like 15, 20 minutes and put that on YouTube. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that. You know, are, you know, if we go down this road, though, this kind of what we're doing right now is dead. We can't be sitting here. Well, that's what I'm saying. We'd still have the audio on the website. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would make really big files to transfer around too, though. I don't know. I mean, you know. So we're gonna have to come up with bits. Maybe we can do this like once a month and do the audio the other three weeks. Hmm. Not not this. I mean, you know, maybe we do the video thing once a month and do just yeah. the audio stuff the other three weeks. Well, that's not a bad idea. At least, at least at first until we see whether it's worth doing, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, um, I mean, I don't – and I, and the reason I'm, I'm suggesting that we do an, a short edited version of the whole thing is because I really don't think people are going to be all that interested in watching this more than like 15 minutes or something. I agree, and yes – and yes. if we edit down, I'm like saying the format will have to change. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and well, and I've talked about this anyway. I, I keep talking about it at the beginning of every year is we should go back more to what we were doing in the beginning, mm-hmm. where we had basically a short segment, a middle long segment, and an ending short segment, mm-hmm. and then we actually plan out sort of loosely what we're going to talk about instead of relying on stream of consciousness, you know. Right, but that does mean that means work more work for both of us too, though. That's not just me doing that because we both have to talk. Yeah, about yeah, that, I realize that too, and that's. I, I think I might be ready to. I don't know. Dedicate some time to this show instead of. And just you know, we need to be a little more organized, like we used to. Okay, I feel like we're having an intervention on me now. No, that's still all me. <laughs> like I'm still, I'm still a mess, but I'm all right. You know, I'm a mess, but I'm all right. That's a lyric, isn't it? <laughs> You're just full of them tonight. I think that was a that's a America. That's an America lyric. I had not quite what would be called an epiphany, but I also came to some conclusions over the past two months about those okay. things. Are they going to be okay, or is this going to be disturbing stuff? That I'm, I'm basically just going to generalize this a little bit. I'm not going to get into any specifics. But essentially, it's one of those things that when I say it, you're probably going to go, no, duh. You know? Okay. But there are... I've got issues that I simply can't do anything about. You know? Like some of them. Oh, this is a breakthrough show. This is like... Well, like, and, and when I say I can't do anything about them, I mean that either they're out of my control or the timing right now isn't right to handle them or something. Okay. And rather than being stressed out about that, I just need to sort of put those to the side and say I'll deal with them when I can. The fuck? And then there are other things that I can do, but I've been so stressed out about the whole package that I just haven't, like... Well, you, how, things, me, how did you come to this realization? You didn't, like, read a book or- no, I just I, I spent a lot of time thinking about shit. That's, what the fuck? That's what I've been doing how, the past why, couple months. How am I paying a therapist to get me to the same place and you just spent a month with somebody who is annoying with you, annoying you? Well, he like I said this my friend's a good friend. He's fine. You know, it wasn't it wasn't it could have been anybody here for a month. He must have been a, a real nice guy that you had fucking epiphanies. Well, you know, I mean, it's just having somebody to talk to, and not even directly about the things that were bothering me, but just having somebody to talk to, and like, 
about different kinds of things on a regular basis like that kind of got me thinking about shit, you know? Um, but the thing is, you know, it's like I had, it's like, okay, like, you know, when you've got so many chores to do in your house because you've let things go for a while that when you start trying to address them, you just shut down because there's too many things. Yes. And you don't know what to do. So you just kind of like, I'm going to go sit on the couch or something. Yes. Well, that's kind of like what a bunch of things in my life were like. There were so many things that were stressing me out that I didn't know how to deal with any of them. So if I put the things that I can't handle to the side, that gives me space to address the things that I possibly can do something about right now. You know? Um, I'm just saying people pay money for this advice that you just like, oh, guess what I've thought of? And like, like for example, for the past couple of years, I've really let my living room just pile up with stuff that I didn't know where to put anyplace else. I've cleaned my living room. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, I mean, and that's a start. You have you have issues with that stuff. A lot of it has to do with like again, a bunch of this stuff stems from just that crazy. I, I went mental in 2022 because I wasn't sleeping and I was stressed out and overworked and stuff. And I stopped doing things like housework and cleaning things up and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I've had to like retrain myself how to get in the habit of actually dusting and things. You know. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting there. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not 100%, but I'm getting there. And I, I'm not real freaked out anymore. At least for the time being. <laughs> this could be just the uh, the manic part of my manic depressive or something. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, all right. But, you know, I'm not saying, I'm, I've never actually been diagnosed with anything, but that's because I don't ever go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see a psychiatrist when I was a kid. But that's because of the murder. Yeah. Damn. Alley bears. <laughs> we're not saying, we're not saying who, who were, who got murdered and who did the murdering. I'm just saying bears were involved. <laughs> no, this was a weird situation. Okay, so I went to a Catholic school growing up. And, um. This sounds like it's getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anything involving going to Catholic school is probably worse. Uh, and uh, briefly, well, for a while, my parents were divorced, you know? And I've talked about this Didn't before. Did I know that? Yeah, that's why they've been married several times <laughs> to each oh, other. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and for some reason, that sounded like all new information to me. Nah, nah. It's, just, it's been a while since I've mentioned it, I think, so it might, you know, might have faded from memory. Well, I will never forget that your grandmother is a witch. But I forgot that. She was a good witch. Anyway, um, so the church, it was either the church or the school itself. I can't remember. But they basically made my mom send me to a psychiatrist to deal with the divorce. Oh, yeah. And I went and I was the worst patient ever. I just sat there in silence and played with my G.I. Joes or whatever. I think a lot. I think, yeah, I think a lot of... uh I wouldn't. Sure. I wouldn't yeah. respond to the psychiatrist for nothing. You know? Like, and I, I only went like a handful of times before I think everybody just gave up. Uh, which, or, or you killed again, which kind of set a tone for the rest of my life. Mm. <laughs> you know? No, seriously, you're gonna have to pay me after this session. Why? I'm the one dropping knowledge on you. You are. That's true. It's like, uh, and I'm not even charging Lucy's nickel. 
this is uh, uh, I forget what it's gonna say. Ooh, I'm not charging you Lucy's nickel. That's a good one. For what? I'm going for what? Another lyric, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um, I think that's Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Lyricist. <laughs> Um. Oh. So yeah, what else happened? Let's see. I got a subscription. My mom for Christmas. My mom got me a subscription to Isaac Asimov's science fiction magazine. I think you told me that. Did I? I that sounds familiar. I don't know. I might have talked about it before because I had one when I was a kid, and then I had one in my twenties because my mom got one for me for a Christmas present. Mm-hmm. But I haven't had one in a long time. Uh, a couple years ago, she bought me like a. They sell like sampler packs of back issues. Yeah. And she had gotten me one of those for Christmas. Maybe I talked about that a couple years ago. Yeah. But yeah, this is an actual like subscription to their current magazine. And man, yeah. the format has changed a lot since the last time I've done anything with them. Like, it's all double issues now. So the magazine comes out bi monthly, but it's it's all like bigger than each. Right. Than, you know, than like a single issue. Mm hmm. But to accomplish that, because the magazines themselves aren't really all that much thicker or bigger, they've got it in, like, I think this is, like, seven-point type, dude. Oh, yeah. It's crazy tiny. Like, and, I mean, you're not really going eight points supposed to be a no-no, really. At least it it wasn't my day, like, when I was taught how to do stuff. Uh Uh-huh. You know, nine nine to ten point was usually, like, pretty typical for comfortable reading, I think. And this is like, like I swear it's six or seven point type, man. I haven't actually busted out. I haven't busted out my pica ruler to actually check it, but (laughs) (laughs) I've still got a pica ruler. Um, what were you saying? What was your question? Don't you have glasses now? Well, yeah, but now I need them. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like on my Kindle, I just make the font bigger. Yeah. Um, this is a physical magazine, and uh. But yeah, and it's it's funny because it's like my my vision's only blurry if I hold it like I don't know within a foot of my face maybe like close my close vision's what's blurry right um, but the pro and, and normally I just overcome that by holding whatever I'm reading a little further away so it doesn't get blurry but this is so tiny that if I hold it far enough away that it's not blurry I can't read it <laughs> and I'm just like wow. That's nuts. <laughs> like, what, this is like terrible UI. You know? Terrible. Um, but I, I, I get it though. I mean, print, prints, in a, you know, bad shape. They got to do what they got to do, to stay alive. But I, I don't. Yeah. I don't I mean, think it's kind of amazing that it, that they're even going right. Yeah, and well, and here's the thing. Like, if I, if I had a. Uh, what do they call it? A subscription to Kindle Unlimited? Yeah. All the Dell magazines are included in that. So technically I could just be getting this every month, like digitally. But oh, I, right. Which you would prefer. But I read the reviews on the, the digital version of the magazine. And I guess they hard code the format to make it like the print version. So it, it actually gets kind of like, it's also kind of a sucky UI on, um, on like on a Kindle or something. Oh, uh, so it's instead of reading something that's formatted for Kindle, it's like looking at a PDF or something? Yeah, even if it is still, like, digital type, it's still formatted like a PDF, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, uh, from what I read, anyway, from the, the recent re- user reviews. So mm-hmm. I don't know that it would be any better on my Kindle. Right. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know really how to... I mean, I've already got the, the hard copy subscription. I just I guess I have to wear glasses now when I read it. So that's, you know, that, that was fun, though. Also, my mother got me... And I, I, when I say my mother, I actually... It's both my parents, but these were probably my mom's ideas. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we've talked before about how I've, I've had to put the handbrake on buying musical instruments and stuff, right? Because I've just got too many things, especially, like, guitars that take up too much space and stuff. So my I'm mom, sure it's come up, but I didn't, I mean... And I've done really good. I haven't bought, a, like, a musical thing in a while. I didn't know that you were... I mean, I thought I was uncontrolled. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I was out... Just probably buy a lot more for a lot less. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't buying... I don't have, like, 20... You know, two, $2,500 guitars or something. Like, the only thing well, I got I that... Mean, I don't either. <laughs> well, but, um... And, and you know, my mom knows this, because I... I, we, I told her last year, I showed her this guitar that was on Amazon, and I was like, this is awesome, and it's only like 130 bucks or something. I'm like, I want to buy this, but I can't. <laughs> you know? And um, so, we, you know, I've talked about this even with my mom, so what did she do for Christmas? She bought me a guitar. <laughs> really? And she bought it because she saw it online, I guess, when she was looking for something else. It was on the eBay. And she just thought it was pretty. Aww. That's what I said. <laughs> you know? What is it? It's a Strat style, um, uh, it's a brand called Memphis, which is still around, but this is an 80s guitar. Uh-huh. And, um, it, dude, it plays like butter, man. It's smooth. Like. Aww. And it's, That's uh. So sweet. It is pretty. It's just like kind of, uh, edging into turquoise blue with sparkle, kind of a real subtle sparkle in it. Nice. Like a metal flake. And it, uh, it's basically strat shaped. I mean, it, it, the body is strat shaped, and the headstock even is close. But there was these Memphis ones; they're kind of like a hook instead of a a bell on it. Okay, okay. And um, and it's it's three single coils, you know. But it sounds awesome. Like the pickups are really good, sound really good, and it plays super nice. Like better than I've I've played, you know, expensive Fenders that don't play as good as this does. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a it. it, it I mean, they may have like a consistent standard, but yeah, they they don't have the monopoly on quality. And this is a it's a Japanese made guitar. I I can't find a lot of I mean, information. That's a pro, that's a good thing. Yeah, making, they make some of the best, well, especially back in the eighties. They were making good stuff. You know? Hmm. Um. Now I'm sure there's like consistency, quality, like QC issues and stuff. But. Yeah, my Squire, my Squire, a Telecaster is a. Made in Japan uh, from the eighties. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember the uh, what was the yeah the squire yeah the squires from the eighties were Japanese because I I think my friend had one back then. It was like a, a Japanese bullet, maybe. Uh, maybe I don't know. I can't remember, but um, so yeah, I mean this all all around. And I don't know what she paid for it, but I'm I'm guaranteeing it wasn't more than like maybe a couple hundred dollars, you know. Aww. Um so I but this thing plays this thing plays like a really nice vintage guitar and it sounds like a nice vintage guitar. And I was just like, Okay, thanks. You have, do you have any single coil pick uh, guitars? Yeah, I've got like a Mexican strat and um 
Okay. I got a couple of things with like, I got one of those uh, Squire Jazzmasters. It's got like these. They're supposed to be Jazzmaster pickups, but they're like the Jamascus ones, which are somewhere between a Jazzmaster pickup and a P90. Yeah, they're. Uh, he is not known for his subtlety. And then I, you know, I've got a couple other like single coil things, but it's it's. But this is probably one of the better playing ones in my stable. So I, I I've been keeping that one down in the living room to play when I want to noodle around and stuff. Um, it took the place of that cheapo Mustang Jazz Stang thing that I bought a couple years ago and modified. Mm. But it uh, so yeah, I mean you know that was really nice. <laughs> Unexpected and kind of like, oh, man, another guitar. <laughs> like, I know, where am I going to put it? <laughs> you know? How many is that now? Like thirty? I don't know. I I, I really don't know because I've got. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to think about it right now. <laughs> That's another. It's, that is another one of the problems that I can do something about is about thinning my herd out. A bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that. I just, it's something I can address and I'm getting ready to, but I, I have it in the past because there were too many things going on and I didn't know what to do, you know? Yeah. But that is something that, that I'm going to thin out. <laughs> so, but, um, I'm trying to think what else has happened. New Year's? I watched John Wick 4 for New Year's, I think. Um. What did we do? Yeah. What did we do? I feel like we did something. My, my friend, Fell asleep in a chair before midnight, and I'm just sitting there watching John Wick for I think it was what I did. Like, um, so that wasn't that. Did Did you have any New Year's aspirations? Yeah, it's been so long. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> It's like a birthday wish where you can't tell talk about it. <laughs> no, I just I want I I, I want to uh, do more music stuff. Okay. And I want uh, I already, I told you I want to come down there and visit. Right. I guess it's spring now. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. well. It's it's just it's snowing right now. Oh, is it there? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're supposed to get a little bit tonight, but then it's going right back to being spring again, like Sunday, I think. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I would love for it to. Um, it's just so weird. It's like we didn't have a winner. We had like, you know, six I, weeks of winter. Get used maybe. to it. Get used to it, man. That's that's the one, you know, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to with coastal flooding and global warming is that Ohio will finally be a nice temperate area. And not like all over the place, like from one season to the next. You, I hate to break it to you, buddy. Hmm. But... You you are temperate. <laughs> Dude, you've not spent like a year in Cincinnati. It goes from crazy extremes, and, and sometimes you don't know what it's going to be from one day to the next just based on the season. It's nutty here. Weather is strange. And I think it's because there's valleys and stuff. I don't know. Like valleys and rivers and whatnot. <sighs> Bears. They're all about the weather control. Yeah, you're a, you are a meteorologist. Yeah, I love meat. <laughs> Meteors. I'm a meteorologist. <laughs> but anyway, and why 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 aren't meteorologists people who study meteors? I don't understand. Uh, it goes way way back to I don't care words. <laughs> 
that's not the actual explanation's not funny. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so what else? I'm trying to think. Um, Cat. I don't know. I'm working on a, a new book with uh, Charles Soule and Ryan. I'm trying to. It's the first issue of it, so I'm still trying to like sort out the some of the stuff. Oh, it's a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think like event wise, I made a uh, potatoes al gratin from scratch the other day. That's no big deal. You've talked before about making that. No, I've never made that before. I made it from scratch for the first time in my life. What? Yep. Potato, I, I do not have a memory of you talking about. You've talked. You have so many different recipes. It's just uh, you know, it's the first for me, man. I've never made that before, like except for like a hamburger helper type meal where it's dried potatoes and stuff. You know. I mean, when hey, I say from scratch, wrestling, I'm, wrestling, and no, and you've never. This isn't crank. Who else could it be? <laughs> Dark crank, perhaps. That's funny. You went with it. You, you don't. You don't always like go with it. Is that a new thing? Is that your aspiration? I'm feeling sassy. To do improv theater. I'm sassy, man. <laughs> I'm sassy, like uh, like pumpernickel is dry. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's, uh, that's, uh... Dude, Pumpernickel is just rye with its sassy pants on. <laughs> I was going to say it's a lyric to something else. Oh, well, could be. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm throwing them out tonight, man. I think it's Slick Rick is who that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was listening to Diggable Planets the other day. <laughs> they were weird. Yeah, yeah. With all their insect talk and stuff. But, you know, whatever. I'm cool like that. Which, ironically, I think that's a Rush lyric. <laughs> Jack, relax. Get busy with the facts. <laughs> Get busy with the facts. Hmm. But, um... I don't know, you know, it's... it's A lot of this past couple of months hasn't been exciting or anything, but it's I, I feel like I've, I've been productive in some ways. Yeah. I'm starting to feel... Yeah, I think... Wow, this is the breakthrough episode. I'm feeling a lot less stressed out than I was in December. It's like we're coming out of a fever. I and I swear, I swear, part of it dude, was um, I, I I had a touch of seasonal affective disorder or something. Because a lot of the, a lot of my better mood has started coming now that the days are getting longer again and the sun's earlier and stuff. And you're a vampire. Uh, well, yes, but that's okay because the world is a vampire. That's <laughs> true. The prophet Billy Corgan told us that. And yeah, I mean, he's been telling us all along. You know, he has been. And if he were around, he would tell us. Despite all my rage, he would tell us again. <laughs> and that's the beauty of uh, you know modern recorded music is we don't actually need him here. We can just listen to him telling us over and over. <laughs> that's that's so. I I could have sworn you were saying that on purpose because he he has that he's interview. Not dead, is he? No, he was talking about how all these robots are going to come for the musicians. They might. Oh, yeah, they might. I don't know. I it, The thing is, is I feel like, well, I, don't, I mean, we're doing like, what do they call it, exponential, each iteration of this stuff is exponentially better. 
um, to a degree that like it's scary how good things have gotten in so short a time. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like it's still not good enough to um, take the place of the real stuff yet. Any of it? But we didn't even think this was possible a couple of years ago. Well, it was always on the horizon once they started doing things like being able to, you know, um, extract tracks from mixed music and stuff like that, which they were able to do a while back, you know. Mm. Or like, uh, what was it, 2016, Adobe introduced a technology where they could, from a sample bit of a speech, like say in an educational program or something, mm-hmm. they could actually synthesize new speech and change stuff. And this was back mm-hmm. in 2016. They mm-hmm. pulled the plug because people were freaking out about it, like they should be now with AI. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, so they they put it, you know, put it in the uh, archive or whatever you want to call it when they back burner stuff. You know, I'm using really mixed metaphors here, aren't I? Anyway, mm. whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying though. They canned it, right? Um, but I mean, that stuff was around that then, like where they could do stuff. Like with, I don't know if that was quite AI yet. I mean, it was automated systems, but. Instead of having, because I mean, you know, since digital stuff's been around, like I was able to be able to put together bits of speech to make something that was somewhat convincing as being a new speech by somebody, if I had enough of a sample base, you know. But that was a lot of work and it was manual. This is public record. Don't confess to anything. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, though. I mean, a lot of what this is doing is just making things easier for one person to do with quicker. I suppose. Yeah. But AI itself is generating stuff. I mean, we just had an instance this week of where uh, I think it was ChatGPT freaked out and had a mental breakdown. I heard about that too, but I, you know, I, it, I've been real good about being real dumb lately. <laughs> I haven't really like read any of these stories. Well, and, and I mean, calling it a mental breakdown is just anthropomorphizing a, a program. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, a, it's an example of the faults these programs have because of how they're programmed, you know? Right. Not that they're not going to get past this. I'm not saying that we don't have anything to worry about or that whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, they're still, a, I mean, they can still fail catastrophically is what I'm saying. Right. Like, they can screw themselves up really bad. And, uh, you know, we also had that thing where, <laughs> this is a weird story. So Google is forced in the position of having to apologize to people who were upset because things weren't white enough. Um, what? Well, they there was some sort of bias in their algorithm for things like for their AI, where if you ask them to like say recreate a British king from I don't, the Middle Ages or something like that, they would make him black or some ethnicity that wasn't white, you know. Mm-hmm. And they were doing it was the program was doing that across the board for all kinds of stuff. Like show me a typical Australian. And it would give you a uh, person of some ethnicity other than the colonists, you know. And um, it, it blew up with all the, you know, all the same people that were the gators and stuff like that, you know, on X. And it blew up and, and people were like, well, that's just racist, which, okay, mm-hmm. fine. But except it wasn't, I don't think it was done intentionally. You know? But that forced Google into the position of first... Uh, not putting more moratorium, which is the word I was looking for before. Not putting moratorium on the project, but putting the project on pause so that they figure out what the fuck was going on with it and not make it 
have a bias towards not putting white people in stuff. But they also had to publicly apologize about it. And I'm just like, wow, <sighs> that's that's a whacked out world we're living in. <laughs> I w- the public apology thing. Yeah. Which is, you know, uh, very popular now. Oh, sure, sure. I don't think um, public apologies are worse shit, but sure. But that's the thing. It's the, it's, who is that for, really? Is there somebody that when they hear that so-and-so issued an apology, they just, like, uh, cross their arms and go, yeah. Probably, yeah. You better apologize. Yeah, probably. Really? Probably. It's probably Is the there same a way. It's the same people that get off on bullying, you know, people at at work that are beneath them in position or something like that, you know. I imagine. I I I, I doubt it rarely serves a proper justice of any kind. So how do I um those kind of people, how do I um piss them off? That's so sure. How to how to how do you get them riled up? No, I was because that's the thing about this kind of thing is it's I was it's not even more of a like a, a cleansing plan, but sure. oh, ignore them. Because <laughs> um, that's the thing is it's, it's like it'd be nice to think oh well like only conservatives do this or only racists do this, but it's not. It's like everybody. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, you can have like mm-hmm. it, I think part of it is about being very self righteous. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of it seems like when you get a crowd of people demanding some sort of public apology from a person or a corporation or an entity or whatever. There's generally a sense of self-righteousness to it. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, obviously, I mean, you know, I I don't know. I can't state what people are actually feeling, but that's what it comes off like to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, again, I think also there's probably a sense of that, you know, there, I mean, sometimes it's probably a sense of fighting back against powers above you, sort of hitting upward instead of hitting down. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's just a, probably a, a con, you know good chunk of people that have that sort of feeling about it, where like finally I'm getting some sort of power over the people that you know I've been powerless against or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just a lot of times with that stuff, it's become so routine now that I don't think it actually accomplishes anything positive anymore, except right, except yeah. maybe to make people leery of the actions of these individuals or companies or whatever in the future, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause a lot of times more people will hear about the public apology than never heard about the original problem to begin with. Right. Yeah. That's how you find out that this was ever an issue sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, there is a net positive to it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, we're not experts. And I, just a lot of it seems incredibly insincere most of the time. Yeah, like, it's, it's not like they're saying the opposite not, of what it's intended, huh? Well, it's, it's not like they're saying they're actually sorry about the thing that 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 they got caught for. They're just sorry about getting caught for it. You know, I'm not sorry for anything. Sorry, not sorry. You know, like like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm not. What do they call the people that study like mass psychology? Mass psychologists, I guess. <laughs> um. You know, no, no there, there's an actual word for this that I'm forgetting. Uh, sociology? Is that it? Sociologists? Uh, one of the few times that I'm going to say this and be uh, uh, having it in the right context, 
I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Damn it, Crank. I'm not a doctor. Uh, you want me to read some email? We can. Well, you haven't, you haven't told me about, like, your holidays and stuff. Well, it's been an hour. Uh, <laughs> two months, I, two months, so Mike, and you've already remember. got your fill of me. <laughs> I, it's been so long, I don't remember. We went to Iowa again, okay. and it was real nice, you know? Uh, cool. It, it, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a lot older now, you know? In just a year? Yeah. Wow. Well, you are 51 almost. Yeah. But man, that's a milestone you weren't sure you were ever going to hit, so kudos on well, you. Dude. Right. Here, you know a funny story about that. Hmm. <laughs> I've been like that for so long, about, worried about that day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, afterwards, uh, my my aunt Gail, who's like crazy into genealogy, because this it's my mom's side of the family that she's from. Yeah, and she's like, I I found the records for your grandfather uh, when uh, and and you know on my dad's side, and I was like, oh cool, I've never had this information. And I look at it, and it said he died when he was fifty one, not fifty. <laughs> And I told Julie that, and she said, oh, don't you start with me. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that was hilarious, because even I was laughing at that. Part of it, at first, it was like the end of like a horror movie, like It Follows or something. Right, right. right. It was like, oh, it's not over. (laughs) This is the jump scare at the end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I was like, no, this is silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, at this point, come on. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I just realized something. If we're doing the video thing for YouTube, I'm probably going to have to edit myself, like, because I, I curse, like, a, a lot. Why would we have to stop cursing? Well, Are there guidelines? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Are there? I mean, it's, it seems like a more public venue than what we do now. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, why are we? Why are we even thinking about this? I came up with it. Like, yeah, I mean, sure, we're distributed it on like iTunes and stuff, but they don't have like as long as we market, you know, flag it for being adult content or whatever. They don't care. Mm. I don't. I don't know how YouTube works. I, I guess we could just flag it for mature content, right? I don't know. Is cursing still even continued or considered mature content? Yeah, that's, that's, that's like PG thirteen nowadays, isn't it? At, at best, yeah, you know? kinda. I mean, or I mean, at worst, it's like PG thirteen. Like, I I still think that regular airwave, like TV. I guess you still can't say like fuck shit piss. Yeah, that, you probably yeah. say piss now. Actually, that never seemed like a big one. But it was fuck shit. Yeah, piss. I think they say that on regular TV. It was like fuck shit, damn. You can say damn now. I've I've heard that on stuff. You can, you, you can say damn like in the 70s. Well, what was those seven words that Carlin always talked about? Damn wasn't one of them. Wasn't it? No. It was fuck shit. No, I, I don't remember after that. I don't know. Hmm. Fucking PMRC. Talking like I'm still back in the 80s and early 90s. Yeah, I was, I was like, weird. Are we time traveling? I hated the PMRC. Fucking Bush and shit. And all those people. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. 
<laughs> He's traded Sassy in for Rowdy. It's that wrestling. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Fire I don't this new influence. Oh, they're doing another Crow reboot. Or they're doing a Crow reboot, not a sequel. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear. It's got, what's his name that played it? Um, he's going to be the Crow. I can't remember that guy's name. Is that Skarsgård? Oh, I've heard of that for a while. Where did you, where are you reading this? <clears throat> I just read it. I guess they finally wrapped it up or something. No. Like filming's wrapped on it. No. I think that's what I read, yeah. Oh. There's going to be a scary crow. That dude's like as tall as me. But I think, I don't know, nothing I read about it was real clear on whether it was a reboot of the movie or the comic. Well, that's the same. Because people oh, were, You mean like... They were different. I mean... The, the movie is an adaptation of the comic. Though. Yeah, but they're different. I mean, there's some fundamental stuff that's different between them. I st- I'm still convinced that in the comic, he's never actually dead until the end of the comic. He's just willing himself to stay alive, whereas in the movie, he's definitely dead and, and supernaturally returned. Mm. But that's, that's your interpretation. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, it's it's really, it's less clear in the comic than it is in the movie, you know? Plus, they changed the, the, who the main bad guy was from the comic to the movie. Yeah, they just changed names around. I don't know why they did that in the movie. And I don't know... Like, a lot of people were speculating on the soundtrack. Uh, like, people I read, you know, making comments about it, were speculating on the soundtrack. Because, I mean, that's one of the things about the movie, is that it had a soundtrack that stood on its own, besides being for the movie. Um, it's a soundtrack, like, a lot of people still listen to as, as an album. And stuff yeah. Like because it had some really great songs on it. And some there was a music kind of company figuring out who, which of their artists they were going to put on this. Yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, if you go looking at the comic, there's plenty of references in the comic for stuff you can yeah, use. But, but it's all older generation how, stuff. Yeah, that's not how a record company thinks. So, but at this point, though, that stuff's old enough that it's back again. Yeah, you could do it now. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's weird. Cause, Why did we have that whole conversation? What's weird is, is you know, Y2K is a thing now, again. Like, people are, it's a th- nostalgia thing, Y2K era. And I'm like, really? Because Y2K wasn't that great. <laughs> you know? I mean, there were some cool clothes and stuff, and but it was better in the know, 90s. Seriously, everything past 2000 is like, is it, it? Yeah, it's nothing. It's bland water. It all seems the same to me. I mean, there's been a lot of great music since 2000, but uh, you'd have to tell me. I don't know. Death what... Cab's greatest albums are post 2000. Okay. Uh, Parts and Labor. There's a, that's another band's got really good stuff. But like Modest Mouse, like their their two you know two K stuff or their aughts, the stuff that came out in the aughts was really good. It, you guys played it never nonstop. <laughs> but I'm just I, saying, there, there's been a lot of good stuff, you know. And if you're into that kind of stuff, I mean, Lady Gaga was 2000s. You know? mm-hmm. Um, Dua Lipa. I don't know, you know. I mean, there's stuff that I'm not into that I'm sure people would consider great music, like, um, yeah. you know, key key dollar sign, huh? Kesha? Is she still around? <laughs> I don't know if she is. 
Yeah, I don't know either. The only thing I know about Lady Gaga is that some kerfluffle came up between her and Madonna again or something. Really? I saw that in passing, like a headline recently. Mm. That and she might be working on new music. Which I was like, oh, well, I guess that's good. She's still around. Whatever happened to Goldfrap? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Early aughts had some hits. That's a band? Yeah. Well, or a person. The lady singer. It might have been a person. And a band. Kind of like, I don't know. Like a person could be a corporation? Yeah, or a corporation could be a person. <laughs> wow. That's just weird. Who the hell ever thought it was a good idea to make a corporation a person? To like, that's how, that's how, I mean, that's how AI is going to get like, justified into becoming self-aware and kill us all is that we've already given mindless corporations person status you know that's how they take us down from inside between that and Alabama's recent ruling on uh, I thought you were going to say I'll be sure (laughs) I'll be sure but Alabama's recent ruling on in vitro stuff like they're considered people and it's like Uh, let's not Let's not get all bumped out. I'm not bummed out. I'm just like, we're living in a really weird world right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's, it's, um, and it's a fastly, fastly, fastly weird world. <laughs> Things are changing so rapidly. It's, it's hard to keep up. I'm getting whiplash, like cultural whiplash, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, have you joined Threads yet? No, but I might before I uh, decide to, uh, what do you call it, I don't know. do a Kickstarter. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, another outlet to promote stuff. I, um, I, I, I've been trying to at least check back in with Instagram more because, you know, it was like six months ago or so, I think, is the last time I posted mm-hmm. anything there. And I, and for probably the past three months, I've barely been there at all. So I've been trying to make an effort to at least check in. And when I look at the, the little heart thing that tells you that people are talking about you or whatever, I, um, uh, I keep saying things where like, so and so has joined threads and they want to follow you. you oh yeah, yeah. I get that too. You should join threads. Like, I'm like, I don't want Maybe you should. <laughs> well, just tell me what you want to hear. See. <laughs> you know? So the earliest AI was Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, I guess the earliest AI... Oh, never mind. I, that's that's a dumb joke to go too far for. Um, But yeah, so I, I don't know. I was thinking maybe about joining the threads. I haven't really done much on Blue Sky since I joined that. Yeah, I don't... I, I know there are people doing stuff, but I don't know what it is. And also, I don't check it either. I'm really... I'm, I'm, I, you know what? I feel like maybe, uh, my mood changed a little when I kind of kicked the socials, the, basically the Twitter habit. But I'm not on really on Facebook either. I do find that when I don't obsess over reading news, which yeah. you, you wouldn't know right now because I've been talking about the news an awful lot. Yeah, know. it does. Because I, also, I didn't know anything you were talking about because I am, <laughs> like, off of that stuff. And right now I'm not obsessing. I've just, you know, things pop up in my, my feed reader and stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I see stuff, and if it looks interesting, I read it. 
But, um, you know, for sometimes I've been in the past, I've been really obsessive, like where I'm checking the news mm-hmm. over the course yeah. of the day. I'm following uh-huh. news, you know, and uh, I find that when I back off the news, I am a lot less stressed out. So, mm-hmm. and, and frankly, once I stopped going to Twitter, I felt so much better for a while. There. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I wasn't, there was a lot of, when I stopped going there, there I, the group of people I followed were sending me lots of negative vibes, not me personally, but just what was going on in the atmosphere, you know, mm-hmm. and it was stressing me out. So I, I stopped going there. I wasn't so stressed out anymore, mm-hmm. but I kind of, I want to reconnect with people because I miss talking to comic folks about stuff. I haven't gotten to talk to Phil Hester in years now. Yeah, I've talked to Phil in a long time. But, you know, it, and I'm just sort of being jokey about that. But I uh, I do kind of miss, actually, Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm thinking about it. But it, other stuff, too. Like, I, I miss interacting with comic folks, especially since I haven't been to a convention since 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I've been considering... Well, I've been considering it for a while. That's why I joined Blue Sky. But you know, I was not thinking about Threads because I figure more people I know, at least Threads has the benefit of I already follow a bunch of people on Instagram. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I was just wondering. You know, I, I, I want to get some feedback from people that are actually using it. How's stuff at the studio? What do you mean? Like, how's it going there? Why are you asking? Because <laughs> I haven't talked to you in <laughs> months. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody uh, at the studio fine. in two months. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Um, Sean broke his foot, so he's been in less. Right. Gosh, his baby's got to be pretty old by now, right? Uh, yeah, she's like two. Wow. Two, maybe. Um, ah, she's closer to three, I think. Well, that's better than what I was thinking she was in school by now. <laughs> oh, no, no. Man. But she's a sassy little lady. Sassy's not bad. Mm-mm. I bet sassy Mm-mm. people are happier on average than non-sassy people. I don't know. I have maybe no, I have no because there, data to back that up at all. Yeah, that was another thing you read on your break. No, it's just a break. It's, it's a hunch, man. Call it a feeling. <laughs> I uh, yeah. So like, who else in the studio these days? On a regular, semi-regular basis? It's mostly me and Sean and Andrew Masisco and um, Josh is in there most of the time. Oh, I'm just back there like more often? Okay. Yeah. What about, uh, whatever happened to Addison? Uh, he's moving his stuff out. I don't know. I, I haven't asked him. Huh. Um, I mean, he's still in Chicago and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I see them above. He was. Uh, when was the last time? I think it was this. I think it was this week. Oh, okay. And uh, but, uh, Andrew, Andrew's the new guy. Well, he's not he new. Is, any, he's not new anymore, is he? He's pretty new, yeah. But I mean, he's been around for a while. I've talked to him before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he was the one I was talking to about D&D. He has a Kickstarter right now for his RPG uh, that's 
very uh, TMNT influenced. Oh, cool. Oh, well, since we're talking about that stuff, uh, we spoke about Jonathan LaMancha earlier. He's run a sale on his website. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, for He's selling original art and stuff. Uh, but he's marked it down to try to move some of it so he can, you know, try to get a little bit of a cushion on his funds. Mm-hmm. I read that and I, I get an email letter from him. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. from Because I bought something from his store once. Um, so, yeah. I, I think that's... Is it LaMancha.com or is it... I think it is. Let me look that up real quick before I send everybody something. Yeah. Send it everybody, you know. All the people that are listening. Oh, it's Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-O-N, La Mancha, L-A-M-A-N-T-I-A dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I said, he's a, got some stuff up there. If you're Mark. into, if you're like a Danny Elfman, Tim Burton-y guy that's into artwork that will haunt your nightmares. Yeah, I, I like his stuff. It's very, um, sometimes it reminds me a bit of like a Pusshead in the 80s, early 90s. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, he is in demand by metal album people. Yeah. Um, he's got a very um, detailed, I'm going to say, like, style. Ah, uh, that's a good <laughs> no. Um And it's it's very horror-oriented. Uh, very just weird-oriented. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's worth checking out, even if you, you know, don't have the scratch for anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking like there was some other sort of Kickstarter thing I was supposed to mention, but I can't remember now. I'm going to Kickstarter my life. I'm going to Kickstarter my heart. Kickstarter my heart. Can I read my emails? Yes, you can read your emails, Mike. Sorry. I didn't mean to keep you. No, that's fine. <laughs> uh, the first one is from December 15th. Oh, okay. So, hello, chaps. Hope you're all well and ready for Christmas. Is this Captain? Colin. Did I say Captain Colin? You didn't say who it was, but you said hello, chaps. I'm like, oh, is this Captain? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Captain Colin. I'm sad Mike didn't come to the UK this year. Can't believe it's been over a year since he last came to Thought Bubble. It also makes me sad that Crank has never come to the UK. Makes me sad. I've never been out of the country except into Canada a little ways. <laughs> yes. We went to Toronto. Yes. That's, that's uh, it. unless you call Michigan a different country. It kind of is. <laughs> uh, Florida, Florida was definitely a different country. Yeah. You lived there. Yeah. So you're, you're kind of, you're a foreigner. Sort of, well, sure. But I only lived there a year and I wasn't born there. Mm, okay. Not even quite a year. Maybe I know. Go ahead. Sorry. Captain, what? Uh, but what makes me even sadder is that you didn't read my last email below. Oh, really? You missed one. Oh, what did I not read? Okay, let me look. Don't fret, I'm coming, to, I'm going to Las Vegas twice a year, come and hang out with me there. Have a great Christmas and Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year and Christmas, Captain Colin. I'm sorry that we didn't read your email. What, well, didn't he say he included it below? Yeah. It is um, from before Thanksgiving. Wow. Well, we've been really infrequent. You, you can yeah. be excused for missing stuff here and there. Yeah. 
Uh, hi, chaps. Hope you are well. Mike, did you manage to get your medications or are all the fatties still hogging it? Yes, they are. Has it gotten bad again? Because you were getting them for a while. Uh, well, I'm on a different one now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm not on Ozempic anymore. You're on the one that's not approved for anything but what you're taking it for. Yeah, yep. Okay. Uh, what did you think of the new Ghostbusters trailer? The effects look a bit ropey to me, like a PS4 game. I loved Afterlife, though, so I reckon it will be good. Uh, I liked Afterlife as well. I haven't uh, seen any of the newer ones. And I, I guess I just don't see a difference. I saw it's a trailer. Still... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I saw a trailer, I guess the latest trailer for the new Ghostbusters tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely looks different to me than the 80s movies. Yeah, it looks different than the 80s movies, but I don't know. I The thing about... I thought about it because uh, I I was like, why why do the new Ghostbusters stuff, except for the the latest latest one, they it just doesn't like Ghostbusters. Even Ghostbusters two isn't as it's like a whole different thing. Like there's something about the original first Ghostbusters. Yeah, and I think it's because. That movie isn't about the ghosts. It's about four guys starting a business that's insane. That makes sense. And the and then Ghostbusters Two is actually about the ghost. It's like we want we're focusing on Marshmallow Man this time. It's about the peril of the ghosts. And stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah. it becomes a ghost adventure where the first one is not a ghost adventure. It's a fish out of water adventure. Okay. It's like. And 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 so the and and that goes for the cartoon, right? So I it's haven't like seen the cartoon in a long time, and I always preferred the, the filmation one. <laughs> so. Oh, really? That's funny. So the one based on the TV show, right? Um, so so um, where was I? With the Ghostbusters show is it a lot like two, and what it because it's a, it has to be it's a. Creature of the episode, right? Right. When they had to so crank out toys about, and stuff. Yeah, it's all about. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a cartoon, so it's all about adventures beyond and stuff like that. Sure. So it is intrinsically different. The the this that kind of Ghostbusters is intrinsically different than Ghostbusters, the movie that everybody fell in love with. That makes sense. Sure. So. So if you try, uh, the everybody keeps trying to make Ghostbusters two rather than Ghostbusters one. I don't think Does that makes sense. I mean, unless you were doing a complete reboot, I don't think you can make Ghostbusters one anymore. You know, because no, I don't. I don't think so either. You have to make something new. You have to do something different. Well, I mean, you could just remake the first movie, but then any movie you made following that would also still be Ghostbusters two. Because you can only do four people getting started one time, right? But I mean, like, that kind of here, here the new the new movie Afterlife. The reason why it is so good is because it it focuses on the family problems in rather than fighting ghosts. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's essentially Ghostbusters one, except it's not as funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I haven't seen it, so 
Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's so, fine. I just I I can't like really contribute because I haven't seen it. Um, but I understand what you're saying. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like the new Ghostbusters trailer because I like the last movie, and uh, I know a little bit about it. Uh, but that's all I can say about that. Right on. Um, I also just finished Jedi Survivor on PS5. It was an excellent, such a massive game. That's Oh, I think you missed a, a word. I just saw an article about, I think it was Steam? They're mm-hmm. re-releasing some of the older Lucasfilm games that were good. Yeah. So that you can play them on modern systems. Right. And um, I'm trying to remember which games they were talking about because the article I read was the article I read was really excited about it. Mm-hmm. There were, I guess, I don't know. I, and again, I haven't played any of the recent stuff, and I probably even the stuff they're talking about I hadn't played. Um, but I, I got the impression that maybe the newer Lucasfilm games aren't that great, or Lucas Arts games. I don't know. Um, does LucasArts make games anymore? Well, you know, Disney or whatever. Like, But the, the newer games based on those properties. Jedi Survivor... Jedi... Uh, what was the one before it? Jedi... I can't remember the names of stuff because, you know, my memory's not great. But, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, the impression I got was that, at least from the writer's point of view, the newer stuff hasn't been all that great the past couple of years. Um, so they were excited about being able to get to play these older, better games again. I think that's rose-colored glasses. Because, I, I mean, I've played the new games, and they're fun. There's a, a new take on Final Fantasy VII again. <laughs> um, did you play it? I guess Crank didn't, as there is no PS3 version. No, I didn't. Uh, I did, and I, like I said, I really liked um, the one before it and, and this one. In fact, I looked, I actually looked at, because uh, I thought about sitting down to play Fallout 3 <laughs> again. Oh man, that's a cool game. And I, I looked and I have not played a video game on my PS3 since 2019. <laughs> wow. You should try Cyberpunk. I'd, I'd have to get a PS4 at least for that, wouldn't I? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot right after I. Which I'm, I'm not opposed to getting a new video game. I just or new system at some point. I just I can't do it right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm currently at my London Comic Con st- uh, with my stall. Oh, he was writing us from. Oh, hmm. nice. I'm glad he's doing well with that. I met some Doctor Who people who dusted off my first ever crappy cardboard costume, my Cyberman. <laughs> I have been deep diving on OG Dark Doctor Who lately. Oh wow! I've been binging. I made for... Sorry, what? I just said I've been binging. I, I started with the uh, 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 the third Doctor. Uh, I so made it fourth, for the Doctor, fourth Doctor, motherfucker. And uh, I'm just gonna keep pausing so you think you can talk again. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll stop. Uh, I made it for the Doctor Who 50th event, so it's my 10th anniversary of crappy cardboard cosplay. Nice. Wow. Congratulations. I even wore cardboard on my wedding day last month. That was weird. Wait. He got married in a cardboard suit? 
Yes. Look, he sent pictures. Really? And I've seen these. Yeah. I congratulated you, right, Colin? Well, I mean, congratulations. I'm just I'm puzzling this one out. <laughs> okay. Was yeah. it was it a cardboard tuxedo? No, it is like a cardboard crown and uh, like a, a a like a cape. Oh, okay. I thought he like went full on something. <laughs> and then there's his Cyberman with uh, Karen Gillan and uh, oh, cool, cool. One of the doctors. Which one? What's he, what's he look like? He's the one that was uh, Gandalf's wizard buddy. Oh, that was the last of the old school doctors before Paul McGann. Yeah, that was a... Uh... Okay, memory. Blocking. Sorry. I don't remember, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm, yeah, I, I know who it is. I just don't remember them. He, was the one, he actually had an excellent companion, Ace. She was awesome. She's in the picture as well. Oh, uh-huh. really? Sophie uh-huh. Sophie Miles, I think her name is. Not Sophie Miles. Sophie something. Mm. But yeah, she was an awesome companion. Kind of like a, a punk. Punk girl. Yeah, yeah. She's got buttons all over in this picture. Cool. Um, well, thanks, Colin. Sorry. Well, thanks, and, and congratulations, congratulations on getting married. Yeah. That is very cool. It's a milestone in anybody's life. Yes. Not to, sorry, that sounds like I'm diminishing your I'm particular event. He's happy. Yeah, well, good for him. So, did I lose you? <laughs> Just mess with my uh, Email from Mike Castle. Okay. Uh, he says... When was um, this one from? <laughs> wait, you're messing with me now. What? I just asked when this was from. Oh, I thought you said, who is this from? No, no, when, how far back? <laughs> uh, this is from February 2nd, mm. so better. Okay. So, he went on and kept waiting. For what? Us to come back. Oh. At least a month. Well, okay. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. What did he say? Uh, I'm behind on podcasts and just now listening to episode 909 from March 2023. In that episode, Mike reads an email about someone wanting to meet Carl Weathers for a photo op. Hmm. And I started that episode minutes after reading about Weathers' passing. Hmm. Hope the writer got their opportunity. That reminds me, I never said, like, hey, welcome to, uh, it's week 959? <laughs> By the way, I forgot too. I didn't even notice. Um, but yeah, sorry. Continue. Oh, that was it. Oh, well, thanks for writing. Yeah, I, I hope whoever I can't remember who that was that wrote in, but hopefully they got to do the thing. You know, say Carl Weathers is dead. I'm sure. Uh, people die. You can't do anything about that. Nope, you can't. Uh, Bill Duke uh, even wrote in about it. <laughs> He said, subject heading, Bill Duke is still here. <laughs> so this is also on February 2nd. And, uh, wait a minute, that's too coincidental. You think? Is that, yeah, is that other person Bill Duke? I've been one. I actually wonder if the Bill Duke now is the Bill Duke from back in the beginning. <laughs> you think there's a copycat Duke? 
I, I don't know, you know. I mean, it's hard to say because we've <laughs> never conspiracy. We've never known who Bill Duke was. Red yar now. I mean, we know who Bill Duke is, but we don't know who this person is that writes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not an idiot. I don't think it's actually Bill Duke. I mean, that just seems weird. Bill Duke, Bill Duke can't believe he outlived Carl Weathers. He was a good man, a gentleman, and he didn't drink up all the milk on the set like that pig Ventura. <laughs> Go on now, Bill Duke. <laughs> like that. Like the idea of Jesse Ventura drinking milk in South America. <laughs> like in the middle of the jungle. Like the worst place to drink a big bottle of milk. Hey, it does a body good. Mm. Does the body good. Yeah. He was the body, wasn't he? Why did did he not do a milk commercial? Maybe that was a big milk commercial. Mm. <laughs> you think they paid him to be the body? That was like early product placement. Wow. Well, except we never know what kind of milk it's, it is. Yeah, it's so it's so. So good it could just be from the just milk. Now realized it. It could be from the like the dairy council or something. Some yeah. would say even made up. Well, I don't know. Uh, that's it for the emails. Thanks, Bill Duke. Thanks, Bill Duke. Thanks for everybody. Yeah. Like I said, it's kind of you know it's it's sort of easy to. Assume that nobody pays any attention to you whatsoever, mm-hmm. especially when they do or don't. Oh, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, man. It's time for me to go to bed. Yeah, like I said, I'm sorry. I mean, uh, dragged this on, and it's just been a while. So I no, I, chatty. I'm happy to be here. And then, um, and of course, like I said, we had to start late because well, I watch wrestling now. I I don't know what to do about this. There's nothing to do, man. Just sit back and enjoy it. It's <laughs> something I can't control. <laughs> exactly, because you know if you come here and you're here on a Friday, you're going to be watching wrestling too. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I hate this. <laughs> oh, you'll learn to love it. Oh no, I don't like that. Either. All it takes is one night. Oh no, I uh, maybe I won't come down. <laughs> So the spiders aren't enough to keep you away, but yeah. wrestling is. <laughs> That's what did it. It's like spiders, sure. Wrestling, oh man, I don't know. That's that could be that could be the deal breaker. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, what was my pattern for the end of the show? <laughs> I forgot. You're the one that memorized it. Uh, Mike's got <laughs> a website. Like here. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And in case you've gotten this from somewhere that. I don't know. I don't even know why I gave the website out because if you've got this, you probably know what our website is. Yeah, that's true. That's like some severe treasure hunting. But we will say crankcast.com. And okay. you can write us at crankcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. My uh, artwork is uh, now in limbo right now. What happened with Cadence? I saw something about that a while back. I'm not going to talk about it on the air. That's fine. All right. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Oh, you, there's BattlePug.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can catch the whole original webcomic on there. Mm-hmm. And then go buy it from Image. And then you can buy the collected versions of that. And then there was a you know a further series after that mm-hmm. that you can still find in collection, collected form. Yeah, it's all from Image. And uh, Mike himself has a website. I don't know how much he updates it or anything. Uh, I have... Uh, examples of current projects up there. Okay, so that's IHateMike.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Is that it? I think that's it, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're back, baby. <laughs> we're back, baby. It's your boy. <laughs> no. I'm a sailing captain. No, no. Or uh, what was it? Was it oh, drone crank? No, no. <laughs> I don't like. Okay, I, yeah, I quit. I'm gonna bring back all the hits. No. Jane. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Oh yeah, that's true. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute! I should have signed a, a, a prenup. <laughs> um. Anyway, now not to forget gold walking. But that's not, neither of us. Yeah, I know. But that was still a thing that was on the show. Yeah, I forget. I forget what a classic it is. Gold walking, man. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, we're going to try to return to a more regular schedule. And it okay. sounds like maybe we're figuring out how to do a, a video thing once a month or so. Maybe. Um, so everybody have a great weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Or talk at you. I don't know. I guess we're not having a conversation here. But, you know. Bye. <laughs>